this book is about how my career in the Marines brought me to this moment and prepared me to say yes to a job of this magnitude. The Marines teach you, above all, how to adapt, improvise, and overcome. But they expect you to have done your homework, to have mastered your profession. Amateur performance is anathemia. And the Marines are bluntly critical of falling short, satisfied only with 100% effort and commitment. Yet over the course of my career, every time I've made, I made a mistake, and I made many, the Marines promoted me. They recognized that those mistakes were part of my tuition and a necessary bridge to learning how to do things right. Year in and year out, the Marines had trained me in skills that knew I needed. They knew I needed, while educating me to deal with the unnes- un- with unexpected. So there's just literally just a paragraph of this book that I've had for a little bit, Call Sign Chaos, uh, with Jim Mattis and Bing West. Bing West actually goes way back. I need to do more research on him. Um, but his name recently popped up on the Jocko podcast, and I was like, oh, you know, I, I thought maybe he was just someone who, um, and I hate to say just someone, but I didn't know the magnitude of his impact on history and the military in general. Um, so I, I know I need to do more more uh, research on him, but for now I want to focus on this book. So I just I I, I bought this book a little while ago, um, or I mean, or not like a year ago, but like you know a few months ago, and then I had stopped. This was the last book I stopped at really, as far as my reading goes. And now that I'm trying to get myself back in, and a way of me getting myself back in is by bringing it to the podcast so I can talk about it. Because a lot of times when I'm reading a book, it, it sparks these ideas, it, it sparks my thoughts, whether it's previous experiences that I've had or experiences that I'm going through now, or, uh, or even like the one, the, the part that I want to go through today um, is just three things that um, General Mattis, sec, is it sec, sec Def Mattis? Um, General Matt, I like General Mattis. Three things that he took from um, some of his his uh, since his early years as a marine as a as a marine and and some leadership fundamentals um, that he calls the three C's. Um, I want I, w- I do want to jump right in, but uh, but I want to give just that little paragraph because you know sometimes when you're so focused on on a thing whatever that thing may be you never know what your superiors are looking at from you um what they're you should you should know what they expect from you but i feel like sometimes they they allow you to again he you know he made many mistakes so they allow you to make these mistakes but as long as you know as long as no one's going to die as long as um no one's life's at risk um, they allow you as a leader to make these mistakes so that if you can learn from them, if you or or if when that mistake happens, you show that you learned and you you've uh, figured out how to mitigate it, then you know that's where that that's where that promotion that he talks about comes in. I chose to find a home among warriors because I was drawn in by cocky, exuberant, devil may care spirit of grunts. 
I love being with the troops, gaining energy from their infectious, often sardonic enthusiasms. We were all volunteers, and patriotism was found more in our DNA than our words. Most of us hadn't signed up because of a national cause. We seldom felt our country was united behind us on a war footing. And we identified principally with one another. We shared what F. Scott Fitzgerald called righteous excursions with privileged glimpses into the human heart. I never committed for the long term. My aim were my aims were modest. I thought maybe I'll become maybe I'll make captain. It freed me up not to worry about my next command and focus instead on doing the best job I could with the one I had. Each week the Fleet Marine Force was considered the last week of peace. As a gunnery sergeant put it, be ready. Next week we'll be in the be in a fight. My early years with my Marines taught me leadership fun leadership fundamentals summed up summed up in the three c's and that's really what i want to go through today as i adjust my mic annoyingly um all right so let's jump right in the first is competence be brilliant in the basics don't dabble in your job you must master it that applies at every level as you advance analyze yourself identify weaknesses and improve your yourself if you're not running three miles in 18 minutes, work out more. If you're not a good listener, discipline yourself. If you're not swift at calling in artillery fire, rehearse. Your troops are counting on you. Of course, you'll screw up sometimes. Don't dwell on that. The last perfect man on earth died in a cross long ago. Just be honest and move on. Smarter for what your mistake taught you. So yeah, I feel like I relate to competence more now than I did um, at previous jobs um, because I, I learned through my nurses and some of the people that I've worked with um, very closely um, is that is being you know the way uh, I was gonna say sir makes it <laughs> the way General Mattis uh, explains it here um, where you know don't be brilliant in the basics don't dabble in your job um, like I said man and I, and I wish, because this is one of those things, the way it's worded here is, is one of those things that I wish I would have gotten better at, at an er, just at an earlier age, you know, during my college year when I was working retail and I was doing that thing. And um, I, once I, once I moved on from college and I started, you know, diving into the music industry, getting, getting deeper into my instrument, you know, pedals that I wanted, the amps that I wanted. Um, you know, I was I was getting to that level of a high level of competence, um, and so again, and I feel I feel like you know even even as a guitar player, it's like I, I I was really good at the basics. You know, obviously I knew my scales, I could hear a pitch, and you know I could kind of jump in. I feel very confident. Even now, I feel confident when I'm listening to song. I have my guitar out. It's like you know I I can hear someone singing. It's like. I, I can get, I don't have perfect pitch, but I can get very close as far as the key. And then from there I can, again, knowing my scales, knowing the patterns of those scales, um, um, it's, it helped, it's helped me even now. And then moving on to like healthcare, it's like being very good at like doing vitals. Baby vitals are so essential, so essential, um, because, uh, obviously for adults too, but for kids, it's, it's very easy to give too much medicine. You don't, you don't want to do that you don't you it's 
it's very um, heartbreaking. It's not the word. It's very, it gets under my skin when I see, because again, and I, and and in reading this, that's why I felt I felt drawn to bring this part of. And this is very early in the book. You can see, um, this is very early in the book where I'm where I'm speaking out of or reading out of. But, um, it's very easy to just kind of bypass, you know, kind of autopilot vitals and in in the case of you know a hospital vitals and certain things because you do it so often it's like oh yeah i'm just doing this this and that but um when you have you know when you have those critical patients coming in you have an ambulance it's like hey you're 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 knocking out all the basic stuff first because that's what's gonna let you go into the next thing and then wait for your doctor to let you know what you need to do um sometimes you can sometimes there's there are some things that you can just start doing without um immediate order you know um example EKGs and certain things like that where it's not really invasive to the skin but you can you can get those things started for the doctor so that even as they come in when you know whenever that is in the timeline um you're already giving them you're already passing this information hey this this is good hey this is how your heart look hey you know you're already passing this information and then the the doctor starts being able to use their knowledge and 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 their thought processes to work on this patient so again, yeah, comp- competence. You know, be brilliant. I, at least that's what I'm trying to bring for today is is being brilliant in the basics. You know, whatever it is you're doing, it can be in the hospital, it could be music, it could be um, you're working for a lawyer, you're working, um, you're work. I mean, imagine working with money. You know, being able to count. You know, that's one thing I got to do. I, I guess that's one thing I could bring that that I did learn. You know, honestly, thanks to, um my parents and pushing me to like be them pushing me to be very good at math kind of foreshadowed the rest of my, what I, what I will acknowledge as success of being able to do things kind of fast. Um, but accurate, you know, uh, was it, uh, I don't, I don't even want to say, cause I'm, I'm going to butcher the saying, but you know, uh, smooth, has it slow, slow as no smooth is fast. Slow is fast. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to have to look. Actually, let me look it up right now because it's going to annoy me. Um, it's like smooth is fast. Slow is, slow is fast. Slow, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to butcher this. Hold on. I'm going to lose my part, lose my space. Because it is going to annoy me. Slow. That's not what I'm looking for. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. That's the one. Yeah. And really, yeah. Slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. That's that's the one I was looking for. Um. And so, being able to do that, it's like yeah, I was able to look, you know, to be able to. Re- help manage a safe of of money um and then and then move on like cause I, and that really that those little things did help to help me promote but to stay on topic to, again, to stay on topic because i want to move on to the next c is uh i think one way to also do that is to have pride in whatever job that is whatever it is that you that you're doing whatever it is that you're learning wanting to learn um It'll go a long way if you enjoy it, because then you actually want to 
be good at those basics to then be able to move on and not just look at your job as a place that's going to give you money for for work. Um, we're definitely falling into this, into this I'm going to call it a trap, of um, this trap of just working for money and then not even, I mean, you don't have to enjoy every single day, but at this point I'm seeing it where it's a daily thing of people not not even doing that. You know, they're not even um, putting that effort into their work. So yeah, we can move on now to the next scene. Yeah, I kind of spent a little bit longer than I wanted to, but that that's fine. Um, second is caring. To quote Teddy Roosevelt, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. In a family, you watch out for your younger brother. You're interested in him, he how he grows, how he learns, how who he wants to be. When your Marines know you care about them, then you can speak bluntly when they disappoint you. They are young, but they did volunteer for the Marines, so don't, so don't patronize them. They know you're not in a life insurance company. Be honest in your criticism, but blow away the bad behavior while leaving your manhood intact. Show no favoritism, value, initiative, and aggressiveness above all. It's easier to pull the reins back than to push a timid soul for forward. Consistently maintain a social and personal distance, remembering that there is a line you must not cross, but you should come as close to that line as possible without surrendering one ounce of your authority. You are not their friend. You are their coach and commander, rewarding the qualities essential to battlefield victory. You get to know them as individuals, what makes them tick, and what their specific goals are. One is striving to make corporal, another needs a letter of recommendation for college, another determined is determined to break 18 minutes for three miles. A Marine knows when you are invested in his character, his dreams, and his development. Men like that won't quit on you. That one's personally uh, the most important for me because it's very... You can you can tell when someone cares, um, and you can tell. Like, okay, I'm speaking about this from my perspective. So, like, I I can tell when you care about that person. I can tell when you care about your job. And one thing I've learned now that I've had a couple of teams under me under me, I use those words very literal because that's just the way it was the way it is in the hierarchy, but um, there's very much that center ground, you know, trying to push that, you know, it says come as close to that line as possible without surrendering your authority. It's like, hey, yes, I have a job that I need to do, but just know that you are important to me and letting my team know, hey, there's, there is, there is a, like, I, the way I imagine this too is commander's intent. That's the way I, that's the way that, to me, that's the similar wording to it. Um, that I think that's what General Mattis means here that Jaku would say is is set your commander's intent but makes but also lets your whoever let your personnel know that um, you actually care about what they care what they what they want um, and what their interests are 
because when you when you do build those bonds, you build those interests. Yes, you're you're developing trust and you're developing a relationship, really. But um, like General Mass, you know, at the at the very end, so men like that won't quit on you when they genuinely know um, that you care. You give you give a shit. That's probably the biggest thing because again, I I've seen it now where there's people that come in and out, and I'm like, but but I I don't feel like you care. You know, you're you're here. Show, you know, people show face just to give the image that they care, but then they're off to the next thing or whatever. And yeah, that that's that's as far as I want to go with that. It's just it's just very it's very um inherent for me. Is inherent? No, co- no, it's not coherent. Inherent? Maybe it's inherent for me. It's very second nature. It's very much in my in my gut. I can, I can, I can tell, and I, I trust it. I, I really, I especially when it comes to that, when it comes to trusting your team and letting your team know, hey, I trust you, but don't, don't break that trust either. You know, because there's that balance. I'm not saying there's not a balance. There's, there's definitely a balance of like, hey, I'm giving you this lead when I'm letting you do X, Y, and Z, and I'll be able to bring stories later on. But um, for now, as far as this book and moving on with this conversation, um, there's very much a, a ground of like, hey, I give a shit about you. I'm gonna trust you, but I need you to also to trust me um, in in doing what's best for you. But then I need you know I need I need the best from you as well, because I, I will give you my best. Um, and, and and it's giving them the reassurance like, hey, you you again, I'm 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 reiterating, I'm going kind of going in circles, but but it makes a difference. It makes a difference when you ask them, hey, how did your weekend go? Hey, um, are you into football? Hey, are you into baseball? You know, you you start finding out you know what they're like. Hey, you're going to college. What classes are you taking? I, I'm I'm personally very interested in in that. In you know, seriously, I ask you know, I ask some of my new friends and colleagues all the time, like, oh, how, how's class going? You know, what are you learning? Are you are you learning anything? Are you are you enjoying what you're learning? Um, things like that. It make it makes a difference. It makes a difference, and it's like, yes, I'm doing it because it's like the right thing to do. But I actually care. I actually care about what that person is doing with their life outside of work because it matters. Third and last one is conviction. This is harder and deeper than physical courage. Your peers are the first to know what you will stand for and more important, what you won't stand for. Your troops catch on fast. State your flat ass rules and stick to them. They shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone. At the same time, Levin your professional passion with personal humility and compassion for your troops. Remember, as an officer, you need to win only one battle for the hearts of your troops. Win their hearts and they will win the fights. Competence, caring, and conviction combine to form a fundamental element, shaping the fighting spirit of your troops. Leadership means reaching the souls of your troops, instilling a sense of commitment and purpose in the face of challenges so severe that they cannot put into words. So yeah, and the, the, the conviction—it's—it's it's execution. It's—it's it's executing on what you say you're gonna do. It's oh, okay. And you know, in this part—you know—as an officer, you need to win. You need to win only one battle for the hearts of your troops, and and when you execute on your your commanders and, and you don't have, you and the thing is that you don't have to be in the military for this you you definitely you don't um i you don't have to be in the military to to use these rules and these thoughts um especially you know the, the overall three rules of 
competence, caring, and conviction. And conviction being the last one, because um, that—that's where you're, you're 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 showing through action. You're sticking up for your you're sticking up for your team. If you can put yourself on the opposite and thinking about a time that you weren't stuck up for by your manager, by your boss, whoever that is, whenever that was, previous job and your current job, whenever that was, um, you take that into account. It's like oh, because that's because then what I what I do is like oh yeah, I don't want to be like that. I don't. I I remember what it felt like. To, for someone not for my boss not to stick up for me in this certain situation or my immediate team lead or whoever my immediate superior didn't stick up for me when I was in the right to the to the boss right and that's just to give a blatant very vague example but if you can remember that and and kind of put your emotions aside just a little bit um, that conviction will will sh- and then if you so in so that when you have your team, when you have, when you're in that hot seat, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that what that felt like for me. I, I won't let that happen to you, but actually, don't let that happen to them. Um, because I wish I could explain the feeling better via this, you know, this podcast and this episode. And maybe as I, as I develop more and I I I, I go through, continue going through this book, but then I'm going through my you know my life. Um, I can bring more um, concrete. Yes, yeah, I was. I was, I was like, I was thinking cement, like cement. Like, what the heck do I mean by cement? Concrete, more concrete things um, of matters that or situations that come up where it's like, man, man, I would, I, I wish they would have stuck up for me, or, or man, like you, because, because essentially, you then, you then feel alone. I could, I could argue. We could argue. We could argue that you feel alone when, when that, when your team and then your team leader, superior, your boss, whoever, doesn't stick up for you to the to the next person or to the or to a client. Even worse, to a client, it's like I, saying you're in the right. Saying you know, saying no. I'm not saying obviously if you're in the wrong. It's like okay, you 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 have to take care. In my opinion, you take care of it in house and you 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 learn from that situation. But. But as long as you are in the right, when you when you have that when you have that team lead, when you have that superior, when you have those bosses that stick up for you, and then, um, and maybe you could have approached the situation. Maybe it was an argument. Maybe you were wrong and they were right. But your point of view, you didn't under. Maybe you don't understand the concept. There's so many things that it could be right. There's so many possibilities. And because again, this is very vague, but it's vague on purpose because. I don't want this being obviously general Mattis, like the man, you know, mad dog, mad, the man. Um, you could easily think, oh, this is military. It doesn't apply to civilians. It doesn't apply to me. I, I'm, you know, I work at the post office. Oh, buddy. Um, it doesn't matter if you work with a, po- again, post office, hospital, lawyer, donut shop. doesn't matter. You can definitely apply competence, caring, and conviction wherever you are. And that's that's why I wanted to bring this to with like because again I was I was kind of going through and I mentioned you know last episode where it's like you know I'm, I I I really I need to go through some of this stuff because in my eyes it is important that because this at least gives some type of a format to go by whenever we're in a pinch whenever we do have a team and we need to lead them and it's like man I I don't like I'm, I'm I was given this job but I, I kind of don't know how I don't I kind of don't know how to do it I kind of don't know what to do um <clears throat> you know this is one one way to kind of detach yourself and think about okay do what you know am i competent in my job can i do can i do what i'm asking that person to do yes or no 
Hopefully it's a yes. Okay, cool. Do I do I genuinely care about my team? Not only because I should, but like you should. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of like a yes or no type of question or type type of outcome, but um, because if you don't, then they, the argument could be, you know, should you move on to a new job? Should you get out of wherever you are right now? If you don't care about the people with you, the, if you don't care about your team, um, ask ask to move to like a different division or area or whatever that may look like. Um, because then you won't have the ability to have conviction and 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 accomplish the tasks that are given to you and your team. Um, again, doesn't matter if you're in a donut shop, doesn't matter if you're in a hospital, lawyer, um, daycare. There's there's a bunch of facets. There's a bunch of places that this these three things can definitely um, take places in the right word. I'm looking for it, but there's these are three things that you can use. Um, no matter what you do for work. Um, now obviously, let's say you're a vlogger or YouTuber. A lot of these YouTubers that I'm following now, you know, a lot of them have teams now. It's like, okay, cool. How how are you, how are they handling those teams? And are are they sticking around? Are the you know are the you know, these new employees that they probably like production? They like being behind the scenes, like doing certain X, Y, and Z. It's like, okay, how long how long are they sticking around? And and if they're not sticking around, why aren't they sticking around? Are you are you are you competent in your job? Um, are you, do you care for them and are showing conviction for what you all stand for? Um, that's one way to, that I, I'm glad I've, I'm glad I'm able to kind of bring this, um, full circle. So yeah, competence, caring, and conviction. Simple, not easy. You know, I always use, I feel like in, in the moving with life, everything I bring in, I, I will resort to the simple but not easy theme, um, as Jocko has put in extreme ownership, but simple, not easy, you know, cause, cause then, cause then you have to ask yourself when you, when you, if you're not competent, well then you, that's when you need to be real with yourself. If you're not caring about the team, it's like, well then what are you doing here? How, how, you know, how, how, you know, um, and then conviction. Cause I feel like if you don't have the competence or, or caring of your team, there's no way you can provide the conviction to accomplish the tasks that are given to you. So, yeah. Those are three things. There's one last thing. We have a few minutes left before we close out this episode. And I want to jump into it because I saw it on Instagram and I want to, I'll put in the, the profile, um, that, and I'm going to put the picture here in a second and you'll see that this, it, this is literally a kid and I'm going to read the caption because it's kind of crazy. And then we're going to close up and then we'll go, we'll go, we'll move on to next week. All right. So with the attack of Pearl Harbor at age 12, Calvin Graham left home to enlist at 5'2 and 125 pounds. Calvin didn't look anything close to enlistment age. So he, so he practiced shaving and tried to deepen his voice. He forged his mother's signature on the enlistment papers, but they needed to be notarized. He and some friends knew a local innkeeper who kept a notary stamp at his front desk. The ki- the kids reported a fire on an upper floor and grabbed the stamp when the hotel manager rushed upstairs. Calvin passed the medical doctor's examination without a hitch, but then a dentist took a look in his mouth and saw baby teeth. Calvin, see, uh, you're 12, he said. Get out of here. Yeah, Calvin responded, but 
those kids ahead of me were only 14 and you passed them. If you don't pass me also, I'll go to your superior. After only three weeks of boot camp, three weeks of boot camp, Calvin got trained as an anti-aircraft gunner and was assigned to the battleship USS South Dakota. Calvin saw his first action just southeast of Guadalcanal off the Santa Cruz Islands when the South Dakota shot down 26 Japanese planes attempting to sink the Enterprise. Three weeks later, the South Dakota joined the four-day naval battle of naval battle of Guadalcanal, where it fought in ramming range with eight Japanese destroyers. Calvin's ship took an enormous beating from his for, beating with major damage: 40 killed and 180 wounded. Oh, man. Calvin had been manning the guns when he caught shrapnel in the face and arm. Some of his teeth were knocked out, yet along with his gunnery officer, one Sergeant Shriver, Calvin began tending the worse off. I took belts off the dead and made tourniquets for the living and gave them cigarettes and encouraged them all, all night, he later said. It was a long night. It aged me. I didn't do any complaining because half the ship was dead. The South Dakota limped back to the Brooklyn Navy Yard as the new newsreels, newsreel cameras captured its return. Back in Crockett, Texas, Calvin's mother saw the footage and exclaimed, That's my son! Calvin was honorably discharged once his mother came forward with his true age. In 1948, he joined the Marine Corps. Can you imagine? Male or female, I don't care. But can you do you think you at 12 years old would volunteer? So, because you know, there's a, there's a number of us that were close to 12 years old when um, the 9/11 attacks happened. Obviously, there's more technology now. There's a deeper da- database as far as like where you're from, what your age is, all that thing, all those things, right? And they they're they're you know, so, but. When I read this, I said, I'm going to just read. The, and I, again, this is stuff that this, these are cool things that I follow on Instagram because I run across something like this where I'm like, imagine being 12 years old and volunteering to go. And, and, and you know, you know, we think of 9-11, you know, our current, you know, and given and given the current, you know, tw- now we're here 20 years later. Um, being 12 years old and righteously volunteering to go fight the war and Guadalcanal obviously there's there's a bunch of marines that were you know uh first marine division was over there that's where you start getting your john bass and your eugene sledge with with the old breed um you start getting a lot of those guys that were made um not made they they became legends and that's why they're still talked about now you know, I had I can't remember the last time I brought up with the old breed, but I'm I know I have, and it's been a, it's been a minute. And I don't have I don't have that book with me, but um, definitely have talked about Guadalcanal and the books that I read and the Jago podcast and all. You know, it's pretty cool. Primarily because Jago podcast, but um, as we close out today's episode, we can think about what sacrifices we're willing to make. Um, not only for the bigger picture, but for even if it's our picture, whatever it is for us, whatever that is for us. 12 years old. And I was like, 
that's my son. Imagine looking at, okay, now, this, now if you're a parent or if you want to become a parent, imagine your 12-year-old son or imagine when your kid turns 12 and being like, that's my son on the freaking TV. I'd, be, I'd probably be pissed but also happy that he, you know, he made it home. Especially after this story of, you know, hearing that, you know, basically half his ship was killed or wounded. And then the icing on the cake, the cherry really is at the end where in 1948, he joined the Marine Corps. So he, he, he was going, he was going, no, no one was going to stop him. It was just a matter of time. He just happened to, um, get away with it early on. And it's, it's interesting that the, the freaking dentist was like, Oh, you're going to tell my superior. Okay. I guess I'll let you, I, I guess I'll let you sign up different times. Definitely different different times so yeah that's all i got for you for today thanks for joining me thanks for sticking around i hope you help you learn something i am learning and trying to grasp this stuff as i'm reading it and trying to talk about it um they kind of go hand in hand for me because it helps me retain it better so if you have a team leave from the front take care of your team take care of yourself don't forget about yourself take care of yourself teach the way uh, general mass you know coach and command if you if that's your situation ask for help whether it's help for you for your situation help with your team help with learning something trying to develop new skills whatever that may look like um and yeah that'll be it we'll see you all very very soon